God usually before I finish one series, he drops in me the passage, the scriptures he want me to deal with. As I stated earlier, I have, I love Psalms 27. It's one that I have been, when I've been in the storm, it has been my bread. It has been my sustenance. But I have never preached from it wholly. Amen. So pray with me as we attempt to bring out of it the, the principles of God that is in this. It will help you. It will be bread to you. Hallelujah. David, King David is the writer of this psalm. He's one of my favorite characters. And the reason why he's one of my favorite characters, I can identify with him more. Hallelujah. He, 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 he's some of everything. He, he's a rescue. He, he, but he, he loves God. He, he gets in trouble, but he loves God. Hallelujah. The scripture, we're going to take it one verse at a time. It's Psalms 27, verse 1. We're reading from the New King James, and it reads as such in our hearing. The Lord is my light and my salvation. That's personal. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. The title of this series will be The Assurance of God's Presence. God's Presence. God's Presence. Today, I just want to emphasize, I know my Redeemer lives. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, even now, move Tracy out of your way and allow me to become an instrument of your grace, an instrument of your glory. Increase the anointing and you speak. You speak, Lord. Give us ears to hear. Give us eyes to see. Give us Hearts that will receive what the Spirit is saying. Even now, Lord, even now, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. In this particular psalm that David is writing, it's almost like his journal. He is writing it as he is going through. He is, is, is more than a song. It, you will find in it, David does about three things. He, you see him encouraging himself. You see him speaking to others, and you see him break out in prayer. It is, he is journaling his life journey that was at times in the beginning very tough. Very tough. David is not writing this in the mountaintop. He's writing this in the valley low. Many theologians believe he, he's writing this. You'll find the story 
in 1 Samuel chapter 22 and 23, Saul is after him. Saul is trying to kill him. He's, he's not king yet. He's been anointed as the future king, but he's not king yet. He loves Saul. Saul is his mentor, and Saul is jealous of the anointing, of the favor of God's presence on him. Don't ever think that people's going to celebrate you when you anoint it. <laughs> Don't ever think because you are greatly gifted that everybody's going to be on your side. Can, can, can I say this? The anointing on you, when God starts using you, it will cause people to be jealous of you and it will bring you enemies. Hallelujah. When you have given yourself to the Lord and the Lord is doing great things through you, there are going to be folks in the background who, who, who's not willing to do what it takes to get what you have and they will talk about you and try to bring you down. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, King Saul could have had what God gave David. In fact, it was his at first, but he refused to commit his life to the Lord all the way. So God took it from him and gave it to David. Can, can I say, everybody wants to be anointed. Everybody want power, but it will cost you something. It will cost you to deny yourself. It will cost you to be crushed. Psalms 22, 23, here he is running. It won't come up because I didn't give it to the media. He's running, and the first place he goes, he goes to where the priest have the showbread that's in the holies of holies, and they give it to him to sustain him in the desert. He, he gets the sword that he took off Goliath, and there was no other sword like it. And he is running for his life. First Samuel 23 said, he goes to the cave of Adua. That's desert. That's dryness. Desert means that it's so dry, so hot, not many things live there. It's a place of death. It's a place of struggle. It's a place that you don't want to be. And here David finds himself in a cave. And scripture says that that people that was disgruntled, people that, that, that are outcasts, people that is not on the fast lane, people that, that you don't really want to associate with, heard that he was there and start gathering to him. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. One of the things about anointing is everybody always come to you to take withdrawals. He went and got showbread for nutrients, and, and back then the bread was that you could be sustained by bread and water alone. 
It had enough nutrients in it to sustain your life. Don't try that with the bread here. <laughs> the bread we eat will kill you. It's processed bread. All the nutrients been taken out. But then, and even now in third world country, you will even see in the Bible, they would eat bread, and that bread had everything you need to sustain your life nutriment with water. Can, can I say something here? Notice that David, who is in the bloodline of Jesus, or Jesus in the bloodline of David, go get bread that represents Christ. And he eats the showbread from the Holy of Holies. Not only will God sustain you, but can I say something? He wants to make you bread. David don't know it. But him going to get the bread off of the table of the Holy of Holies to sustain his life is a representation of what this peer in his life what God was doing to him. You know how you get bread. The, the wheat seeds are grind finely. It's, it's in the desert. It's in the valley. It's in trouble. It's in the heartache. It's in the disappointments of life. It's in your struggles. It's when you're in a place where you don't want to be and you think the devil is doing it, but just maybe, just maybe, God is doing it because he has to grind you finally in order to make you bread for somebody else. This is where this song develops from. He is journaling out of his pain. He is journaling with, listen, he went from anointed at about 15 to be the next king, killing Goliath, champion, hero, the, 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 the singer and player of the songs for King Saul, sitting with Saul, Eat at the king's table. Coming at the champion warrior for the nation of Israel. He was a bad shut your mouth. Till now he's in a cave. Can I say this? I'm going to say it anyway. A cave that is ordained by God for him to be there. God has to break you before you reach your appointment. The anointing will be there before the appointment opens up. Because unless he breaks you between the anointed time and the appointed time, he can't trust you. Out of this time, 
David writes this. See, when everybody can praise God on the mountaintop, but, but what comes out of your mouth in the valley law? <laughs> what, 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 what do you say when the people around you can't encourage you because you are the encourager? What, the, what, what do you say when you're surrounded by people but you're all by yourself because they're, they're making withdrawals and no one can make deposits? What do you say when, when, when you are looking for something to sustain you with your necessary encouragement and you don't find it around you, you can't find it outside of you, David turns to the inside and begins to encourage Himself. Uh, Y'all need to hear this. You better know how to talk to yourself. You better know how, 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 how to believe God for what he has said but haven't done yet. You better be able to see beyond your situation and know. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. And know. God is up to something. You better not allow the voices around you, your situation, to get inside of you. Listen, 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 listen. You better have enough faith, enough relationship with Jesus that it keeps the negativity on the outside on the outside. What are you allowing to get in you? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps the lesson of 2020 and 21 is to say you better have more in you than what's going on on the outside of you. Do not be moved very much by the stuff on the outside. You got to guard your own heart. You got to have enough Jesus that if your husband or wife leave you, you got to have enough Jesus that the loved one dies. You got to have enough Jesus that your job goes away. You got to have enough Jesus that regardless what comes on the news, Watch David. The Lord Jehovah. The, the eternal God. The one that has always been and will always be. <laughs> the one that is higher than everything else. Listen what he's saying. He, he's not talking about get me out of my trouble. He's not talking about, Lord, Lord, kill King Saul. He's worshiping. I know who you are. 
I know the essence of who you are. I know your character. I know you big enough to sustain me even in this. And if you don't change my circumstance, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here. Lord, I trust you because I know who you are. This is not religion. This is personal relationship. This is knowing in who you believe. This is knowing that he's real. This is knowing that all hell can break loose. But as long as you're looking up, as long as you raise your hands, as long as you are, and you know who you are, that you will not be moved. The God of, of, of my yesterday, the God of my tomorrow, the God that has always been, the God that has no beginning and no end, the God who made everything and nothing made him. He's God. He's He's God. He's, he's God. He's God. He's God. What's this? He is my light. The Hebrew says, my illumination. He illuminates. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not saying he gives me light. He says, he is my illumination. I, I, let's dig into this. Let's dig in. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he is the one that helps me see what's real. In spite of the voices, in spite of the actions, in spite of what's going on around me, I can't trust my eyesight. My eyesight is limited. My understanding is limited. There is a reality that is beyond what I can conceive on my own. How can I say this? If our interpretation of everything in life is not being given to us by God and his word, we're not seeing correctly. I say this all the time. Me and my son, one of the things we used to do is to go to the movies. I remember when we went to the Matrix. And when I saw that in that movie, The Matrix, that these machines was feeding off the life of people that was asleep. And the machine had manufactured deception in their brains that they thought they were living and they were asleep. I sat there and tears rolled down my face, down my chin, and big drops of tears was, was dropping off my chin because God's saying, that is what's happening to you all. Satan is the great deceiver, and I hate to say it, those who don't know God is in deception. 
1 John chapter 5 said that he has the whole world in his sway. From the Greek, I mean, he has blown smoke in their minds and they really are living a lie and don't know it. But can I go, can I go a little bit deeper? Most Christians don't know how to appropriate the word of God and we're still living by a worldview and not a God's view. So, so though we know some truth, we, we still allow the lie His power is not so much power, especially on us. His power is deception that we think we know. We think we understand. We think we see. We think we put it together. David, I don't know how he learned this, but what he's saying is, my illumination from which I view my life. I am dependent on God to show me in spite of my current circumstance. I am dependent on God to speak and to show me what's really happening around me and to me, because left to my own device, I'm going to get it all wrong. Lord, help me not to lean on my own understanding, but in all, but in all, but in all of my ways, let me acknowledge you. Let me to recognize I don't see things correctly. Even at my best, I can't see. I'm glad many times that I got out there in the streets. Hear what I'm saying? I'm glad I got caught up in some deep, deep, deep stuff. Because from where I come from, I know the reality of evil. From where I come from, I know that the devil is real. From where I come from, I know the activity of demons. From where I come from, I know how, how, how deceptive he is. From where I come from, I can discern good and evil. From where I come from. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> that I was afflicted. Because in my affliction, I, I've learned the principles of God. See, 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 see. When, when, when you when you been through hell and back, when you, when you are familiar with the demonic, you learn some things that other people can't even understand. 
over and know what we're playing with when we walk outside of God's word. We, 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 we trifle with what we don't understand. And God pleased with us. It's me. It's me. But how can I say this? Ego tells us we know. One of the reasons why David is God's man after God's own heart, he recognized he has to depend on God to discern the truth of his life. He, he's, he, he's in the cave. People are coming that are not people you want to hang with, and this is going to become his army, and these boys become bad. <laughs> oh, oh. He, he, he's in a cave, and, 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 and the people around him is negative. <laughs> and he understands, but God anointed me. But God promised me. So God is in this, though I don't see him. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Okay, Job, come here. Job chapter 2. Here Job is and lost everything. His, his eight sons and daughters have died. Here he is now being attacked with sickness. He has boils all over him. And Satan has said in, in heaven, I will make your servant Job curse you to your face. Okay? And, and Job is sitting there. His friends now, he done lost everything. And his wife comes to him. Now, don't be too hard on his wife because she has lost everything too. And here she sees her husband being tormented with sickness. And Satan whisper in her ear, look what God has done to you. Look at your husband suffering. She says to him, are you still holding fast to what you believe about him? You have structured your life around him. I watched you. You're the most righteous man I know. You love God with all your heart. Joe, there's nobody else like you. You've been a good husband, good father, and everything you do, you got God on your mind. Joe, Joe, and now you're sitting here and you're being treated worse than the sinners around you. You still gonna hold on to this God who is treating you like this? Job said, You talk 
like somebody who don't know God. You're talking like a fool. He said, should we receive the good and the blessings from him and then not be able to maintain when we see calamity and adversity? He said, wait a minute. My outward circumstances don't determine what I know about him. You act like you can't see. I know him for how he kept me. I, I know him for when he blessed me. See, hold on, hold on, hold on. Some of us we receive the good of God and still don't see God in his goodness. When God works miracle and we took a glance at him without getting to know him. When God blesses you, you got to let it be your bread. You got to chew on this thing. Lord, so this is who you are. Lord, so you love me like this. Lord, you've been good to me. Listen, don't just receive his goodness without receiving him. Because once you know him, once you see him, it really doesn't matter what life throws at you because he's bigger than life itself. Joe come back in another verse. He said, I know my Redeemer lives. My Redeemer. Listen, he know Redeemer is the Hebrew word of he bought me. He paid something for me. Look what he said. Not, not, not after God rescued him, but in his trouble, he has illumination of who God is. He said, I see beyond what is happening. I see beyond my troubles. I see beyond my sickness. And I know, I know, I know my Redeemer lives. You got to get to the place that you know, that you know, that you know. You know how you know? Go back and remember how he stepped in. Go back and remember how he made a way. Go back and remember how he healed your sickness. Go back and remember, God always shows himself. God always shows you before he tests you. When you eat his bread, when you eat of him and taste and see that the Lord is good, it really doesn't matter when life throws its worst at you. Because you can say, I taste and see that my God, my Lord, he's good and he lives how I know he lives.
because he walks with me and he talks with me and I know he lives because he's with me along the way. Oh, our God is good. Hallelujah. David said, the Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I know, I know, I know my Redeemer lives. I don't think I know for myself because I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Not sometimes, but all the time. In spite of what may happen, my Jesus is good. Oh, he's good. Is there anybody that knows that my Jesus is good? Not sometimes, but all the time. The hell raises, the storm will come, the rain will come, but Jesus, but Jesus. Jesus I know him I know him I know him and even in the trouble he's with me he's for me he got me you gotta talk to yourself you got to remember it's not what's in his hand it's what's in his heart and he loves you and he cares for you and that he's sending you through is necessary to make us weep to make us bread that we can bless somebody else I don't know where you are today, but you can call that prayer call and somebody will call you back. I hope that in spite of your troubles, that you know him. He's bigger than that. He's greater than that. But you gotta move into him. You gotta know him. And you'll, re you'll recognize that even if he don't change your circumstances, he'll get in your circumstances with you. And he'll, he'll, he'll give you praise in the valley. He'll make you worship in the valley. You'll begin to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because you are with me in my circumstances. If you don't know him, ask him to come in. Ask him to save your life. He'll come in and see about you. And he will change. He will illuminate your perspective. That you recognize it's really all about him. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. The best thing that could ever happen to you. Father, even now, help us to see you more clearly. And many times, Lord, it takes the valley. It takes the desert.
for us to see clearly. Remove the deception. Remove the lies. That we may be like David and have an illumination of our Redeemer. Oh Lord, oh Lord, it's you, it's you, and you satisfy. So Lord, touch. Everyone's under the sound of my voice. Touch. Allow them to have a manifestation of your presence that they would know that you are bread that will sustain their life because you love them. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the glorious name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching us live. We, we hope that you be blessed. We hope that you trust him and he will give you everything you need. Praise him is ready. Bless us. See you next week. God bless you.
Oh.